0: hello reggie thank you very much for having me
1: it's an absolute pleasure it's an absolute pleasure so just by way of introduction i mentioned in my podcast perspectives a few weeks ago that i was going to be bringing on guests and talking about things other than business and talking about other bits and bobs and really the ethos is about putting a perspective on life life isn't just one singular thing there are lots of things that make up our lives and impact our lives and some positive some negative but it's how we deal with those things and that's what what it's all about and though the thrust of it's all about oh you know what is you know performance branding and all this sort of stuff really it's also about a whole variety of other things that impact our lives so so i just thought you know the reason we're doing this as well is that Sharice has actually launched a wonderful new venture which i think is very very exciting and rather than me waffle on about it i thought i'd let Sharice talk about that a little bit and i'll just ask you a few questions as we go if that's cool and yeah so tell us a little bit what it's called a little bit about it and sort of how it came to being if that's okay
0: yeah of course so it's called health coach kitchen and it's essentially guided programs where like-minded people can gather together learn a little bit more about their bodies and just general health and how to improve it practice life hacks, you know, which are proven to improve general well-being, um, all while we cook together. So we cook dinner, we share it together and we play games and, you know, these programs cover quite serious topics because it's about prevention of disease and, you know, how to obviously improve health, which is quite a serious matter, but it doesn't need to feel like that. So the evening is very fun-filled, very relaxed. I try not to use any scientific terminology so that everyone, (laughs) you know, I don't lose anyone basically. And yeah, there's there's a corporate side to things. So that's the corporate programs are tailored to team building and increasing overall productivity. There's an element there where you can contribute towards your CSR targets by uh, right, right to the homeless and things like that. So Wonderful. lots of different things to improve general well-being and silence the overwhelm of the wellness world. Oh, Incredible. and sorry to answer your question about how it came about. Well, I ran a cleaning company and a property maintenance company for 5 years. So this is completely different. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because the stress of that company caused quite poor health within myself. I have two chronic conditions and I was kind of forced into enrolling in a health coach course because I became so overwhelmed with trying to conduct my own research. I found it very, very conflicting. And as I kind of spoke to more and more people that were in similar situations to myself, either with themselves or family members, they all explained the same thing. So hence why i try not to use any scientific term- terminology i try and not dumb it down because that's definitely the wrong word but just try and make it a lot more relatable for people which is what i badly needed two years ago
1: right right so that's that's fascinating and did you so in terms of this getting people together how what actually happens so you'll get people in the same area is it um is it like a uh, what's that channel four program where everyone cooks stuff um, come, yeah come dine with me type come of, dine so with I,
0: me type yeah, of thing
1: yeah okay. not
0: really because you're no. competing together in come right. dine with me whereas this these programs so it's it's an actual kitchen and the one okay. that i've got is in farringdon at the moment okay wonderful. Um, right
1: so, so it's a venue that someone would go to Yes. The kitchen and then, okay. Yes, yeah,
0: sorry. So it's an in-person thing. So gotcha. you gather together, which also helps anyone looking to build a stronger support network because it's mm. quite hard to improve your health when those around you are not on the same journey or are not with the same mindset. Yes. So it's a, it's a place to meet people that are... Trying to achieve the same goals that you are. And then you can, you know, create accountability partners within that group and, and things like that. You physically come, so you're physically cooking. And even if you've never picked up a, a, a knife or, or, or done anything with cooking before, we split the teams in a way where no matter what your confidence level of cooking, you will get to enjoy and be part of the process of preparing a meal. So even if your job is to pick leaves off of the herbs, stems and separate them or set the table, there will be something for you to do. And the idea is that you can then take those kind of techniques even just to how to manage a team and cooking and take it back home so that you can get the family involved and get your friends involved and kind of hoping to teach people another way of socializing without alcohol, which I think we all need a little bit of help with. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Does that play into, because certainly my my heritage sort of, uh, you know, is is in Southeast Asia, it's in India. You know, I remember as a child, my mum would be getting me to do certain things, even if it was like, as you say, setting the table or doing certain things. Does this come from any influences you've had in your life when you were coming up with this concept? It's a wonderful idea. I can see uh, that cohesion, you know, so is is that sort of influenced by certain things? Most
0: certainly. I mean, my mom is Filipino. So, and unfortunately my dad left when I was quite young. He's English. So I had a very Filipino upbringing and it is very kind of share the roles throughout the house. And I've noticed that you know, as I've become an adult, and I'm a mum myself now, and I look at my nephews who are nearing the teenage phase and things like that. Unfortunately, the digital world that these kids now live in, everyone actually, you know, we're we're on our phones and we're we're living in a digital world. And somewhere along the line, especially in the Western world, it became or one person goes into the kitchen, disappears for a few hours, come back out and kind of serve up to everyone. Whereas, you know, like your culture, like my culture, it was a team effort. So I'm really kind of trying to bring people back to what we used to be like, what our ancestors used to do, which actually in my health coach course is something that just kept propping up. It just, it, it kept feeling like we were learning how to help people go back to what our ancestors were doing because they were a lot more in tune with their bodies and what worked for their bodies and they listened to the signals that the bodies would send out whereas these days we just you know if you're constantly getting headaches you just pop a paracetamol or you know you're not actually listening to your body anymore and so there's a lot of discussions around that as Mm -hmm. well within health coach kitchen
1: I've also I also find that and I've got a couple of teenagers and I've also I find that I mean from years back and you know I'm sounding like some old git but you would you know look at the advertising round you would never have any what I would call junk food or fast food if I could use that term before I get sued but you wouldn't have any kind of fast food it would be a so-called indirect treat if you don't mm. have a KFC or a mm. McDonald's or, or whatever it is. And though they've improved their um, offering a hell of a lot, you know, less salt, less, you know, whatever, they are still a certain type of food if you're eating those all the time. But it's become almost like the norm.
0: It's a staple. You see now. That,
1: yeah. It, it's yeah. like you see you, you the kids have got apps, they're badgering parents, they're not exactly cheap either. So if you're, being bombarded by certain food delivery companies non-stop a a lot of people have lost the art of cooking absolutely b you're getting food which is possibly quite high in salt so many and, and various other products and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you're just consuming stuff for the sake of it just to stuff in your mouth because you've got a, a gap in your stomach and invariably we all know that and correct me if i'm wrong but you're sometimes left hungry after you've had that initial fix, you know. We we call them
0: like, um, empty calories because empty calories, right. you're you're kind of filling the hole, and right. you might be getting a little bit of energy. But when we eat normal food, as in the food that's mm. grown and you know whatever else, food that is meant for our bodies, we get so much more than just calories and energy. We yes. get nutrients, you know, in terms of vin- vitamins and minerals which are vital for so many different body systems and so many things that are very, very, very delicately balanced. And when we're eating these empty calories, the reason why we feel hungry straight afterwards is because we need those vitamins and minerals and your body's like, hang on a minute, we've just unpacked all of this. You know, you've you've delivered these boxes, we've just unpacked it all and there's nothing in here. Yes. You know, so, and that's why it's, it's like, all right, tell tell the brain to send another signal out we're hungry
1: yes yes very much so and it's it's one of these things you know once in a while i totally get it if you want something for a change do it but i i love the idea of getting people together relearning skills friend of mine who's got some japanese heritage lives up in norwich michael hi mike he he's got a couple of he's got an older kid you know over 18 sort of thing but he's also got a couple of younger siblings uh, children and they in the japanese culture they really get hands-on with food you know they'll they'll take meat out and they'll hold it and they'll feel the texture the smell the you know getting vegetables washing vegetables looking at the structure the texture cutting a vegetable how you cut things simple things like cutting away angling of fingers mm. you know how you yeah. cut how you chop all these not simple at all but it's a real skill and yes. it's a real thing to go back to almost going back to basics and i think given the the reason why i'm so excited by what you're doing with with Health coach kitchen is that i think in this era of there i use the term austerity and everyone tightening their belt if you buy some good natural ingredients and know how to do it, that can actually last you for quite, quite Long some time. time. And you feel full up
0: absolutely, um,
1: and you feel yeah. better and you sleep yeah. better and, and all you these
0: weight, things. you look yeah. good, you feel good. That
1: Yeah, no, you're uh, right.
0: Even the way you talk to people, mm. because what people don't realize is when we have poor health and our body yeah. is not, in, in this optimal balance, basically, which is what our bodies are always trying to achieve, is this balance. Okay. And when, when you're not there, your mind, the, the, your brain is not fully supported. So it's it's distracted almost. It's 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 in panic mode. It's trying to, mm-hmm. okay, you do that so that we can avoid this from happening and you do this and you you know so it's constantly making these decisions. And so when someone sends you an email at work that you don't really that, that annoys you a little bit, you, you go into an, this irrational brain because your brain's already overworked with trying to balance the body out. And so you end up snapping at that person, sending an email you shouldn't have, you know, snapping at your kids, snapping at your partner, ruining relationships around you and things like that. And that's, that's one of the things that I'm trying to reconnect people with as well, is that mental health and physical health and the way that we treat the outside world are completely directly linked.
1: And okay. Okay. if
0: you can, improve your general well-being and your general health you can improve your relationships it's it's that simple and I know because I'm talking from experience
1: okay okay so so basically all of these are there's like a yin and a yang sort of element you can't have one without the other I know last time we spoke when we met for a coffee you were talking about the benefits not only of nutrition and how important it was but also but i think you mentioned about sleep Absolutely. about you know just walking and breathing Movement. yes Movement. so does does what you do does health coach kitchen coach, is is food is at the core if you like but you, food do you is... look at all or, or do you look look at all of those aspects do you all...
0: yeah so food is i'd say the main course but without, you know, with any good meal, there is a starter, there is a dessert, and there's, you know, little entrees or whatever. Mm. And that's what Health Coach Kitchen aims to provide, is we, we're we not just talking about food, because you can eat the best food in the world, which is what I did all throughout 2020 and, and last year. You can eat the best food in the world, but if you're not sleeping right, if you're mm. not moving, you know, to, to, to move your lymphatic system, which I call a sewer system, there's no pump for that. And that, te- that deals with our toxins. That gets rid of all the bad guys in us, basically. And if you're not physically moving, getting up from your desk and, and getting a bit of movement into your body, it's pointless what food you're eating got because you've got blockages everywhere and mm. things aren't flowing properly and, and all the rest of it. But also there's, I've, I've mentioned it previously, but the sense of community, surprisingly, that's so important for our health. To, to feel valued and to feel that you are you are supported outside of, you know, your actual body is so important because otherwise our bodies start to our brains will start to panic our body a little bit. Look, be on high alert. You're not with your tribe right now, and it's again it's teaching people that our lives in the past kind of two hundred years have changed so dramatically, as in what i how my upbringing is completely different to my son's upbringing it's also completely different to my mum's upbringing it's completely different to my nan's upbringing but yet if you look at my nans that wasn't much different to the upbringing of her mum or her grandmother or the grandmother before her because they were all dealing without electricity they were dealing Mm -hmm. without all the mod cons that we have now and technology is advancing so fast that our bodies The evolution of our bodies can't keep up with it. It takes millions of years for our bodies to evolve. And, you know, the technology has has transformed our lifestyles in the past hundred years, say. So again, going back to bringing everyone back to the ancestors, we don't just cover food or anything like that. It's covering everything in as much as you can within a, you know, four to five hour kind of
1: workshop. Um, That's incredible that is so how does one how would i find out more about health coach kitchen how would i book onto a program and you know can you maybe just talk me through that a little bit yeah
0: so i'm on instagram health coach kitchen and you can also find us on the website, healthcoachkitchen.co.uk. And there's a little bit more information on there about the programs, what they include, what you come away with as well, because it's not just about the program, because I think it's equally as important to keep that momentum going after a program. I'm, I'm sure you've been on something where you're like, oh my goodness, this is it, I'm gonna change my life. This is yes. the answer. And you come away from that and the very next day, it's, it's almost impossible to implement that into your busy daily life. So I've created a workbook which people go away with, little game cards you can play with your family. So anything to motivate, to break down any barriers and things like that. So yeah, so website is probably the best place for it. And Instagram as well, you can message me.
1: Absolutely brilliant. I think you're absolutely spot on. I, I think there's there is a danger of actually attending something, thinking it's wonderful, you're with that group of people. 2 weeks later you're you're kind of wolfing down a KFC or something and you can do But but I think that if there's a if there's a workshop, there's that education piece and as you say all these other elements components it allows you to make slowly but surely make that lifestyle choice.
0: Yeah. And the actual practicing for me yeah. you know I did a whole year of of learning about health and how to improve it and and, and all mm-hmm. the rest of it in in college. And it was very hard for me to come home and actually implement all of that into my life. Yes. And so I arranged for a, a wellness weekend trip with my classmates where we booked an Airbnb and we got together and we all practiced what we had learned, but also each of us had a little hack here and there that we could share with each other. So we made teas together and you know, we cooked together and we practiced stretching together and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's where the idea came from because that's what I was missing. That was quite literally the difference between, the difference of converting all the knowledge that I had learned into action. Just practicing it with someone else, showing me how to do it, and they oh, actually, that's really easy. Okay. And then going home with that knowledge of it's super easy and mm-hmm. super quick to do, and you're already so much more motivated to doing it.
1: I like it, I like it. So hypothetically, I would book something via the website or have a one-to-one engage with you you tell me when the next health coach kitchen sessions happening i'd book on to that
0: yes Um, so at the moment it runs that way just because i'm still in the very early stages but eventually it will be dates all on the website you can just pick which one suits you best and you go on there and choose it obviously for corporations i would much rather people discuss it with me first, because I'd quite like to tailor the program for that company, whatever issue that they've got going on, even if it's someone in particular that they're having a problem with, it's very good to know exactly what the issue is and how we might navigate that and how we might solve it in a fun way that staff don't even realize. So it's always good to have that uh, discussion in, in the background.
1: You know what? It sounds absolutely wonderful. I think, given some of the uh, team building exercises I've been on over the years, you know, which have been absolutely ridiculous in any, Oh, really? In the, uh, well, you know, there's only so much. You know, build a raft across a river type of things you can do. <laughs> and then after all that, or doing a sort of, I remember going on a paintball thing, and it though it was good, we you know we got split up into different teams, so we were actually fighting each other
0: yeah uh, I and it was a bit like
1: okay and then we all ended up in the in the boozer having a big barney <laughs> and getting absolutely <laughs> hammered and and then certain people didn't talk to each other for, for, oh, goodness, for weeks on end opposite, and it was that it? that was that was a bit challenging I won't name any names but it was um <laughs> uh, that was really difficult but I think i know that the very very base level for and I, and I'm talking to a you know Just talk about this briefly there's a lot of guys out there who are, and this is a very gender-specific type of thing, who are quite lost at the moment. And there's a very, very good friend of mine, Julian, who's going through his own journey, a challenging journey at the moment. Hi, Jules. Beautiful man, He he's a very spiritual guy, and he talked about getting some of the guys together and sitting around a campfire. It's a very base type thing and talking because it's something that if you go to, even if you go over to Spain or Italy, you'll see men, name normally old men and their sons, under a tree or in the shade, get it in Africa, get it in India, get it all over the world. You don't really get it here, but you have a communal, communal sort of area where they would go and sit and talk. Very man to
0: primal. Man. Very
1: primal, man-to-man and I think he was very, very quick in realizing that in the Western world, it's very hard for men, especially. And I know we're sort of veering off the topic here a little bit. But, and maybe this is a discussion for another time, if you want to. No, I think it's a very,
0: very important. There's,
1: uh, you know, and he's he's looking to do something like that and i'm just wondering what i'll do and i'm just kind of shooting from the hip here a little bit it might be an idea to connect you guys uh, because one of the things you know it'd be a really really good thing to see if there's a way there could be some sort of collaboration because you know that kind of base level sitting outside out nature fire going i remember we didn't have we didn't have scouts we had a thing called the boys brigade which was first organization for for boys as opposed to the the scout movement and I remember we used to go camping there were some of the most important it was, At least to be we quite leery but camping sitting out in the campfire with a load of your other kids your age and the elders if you like the the, mm-hmm. the leaders and you felt very safe five is going and you'd open up and you talk mm-hmm. and suddenly when you reach a certain age all that kind of stops you're at work. You've got very little people to do. I always think that, and I do go off on tangents, as you know. Um, uh, Likewise, you agree, um, <laughs>
0: that
1: you know, when you when you go to London, a, a, a city of like I don't know, sometimes nine million, 11 million people, whatever, can be quite a lonely place sometimes. Very. So you can't always you can't always talk to people. People don't talk to you all the time. And I know you, when you heard my very first podcast on Perspectives, and, a, and I and I stopped to help this old guy across the road with with the walker, and I just talked to him as well. It it was probably the only conversation that guy it was probably the first conversation he had with anyone about two or three weeks. And he was, and that five minutes probably changed this week. Yeah. Or changed so much. It's heartbreaking, really, when you think about simple things that we take for granted to talk
0: the power of conversation the
1: power of conversation we is, were talking about marissa pierce so to interrupt yeah no and about she was talking about words if you don't like the word you say change mm-hmm. the words absolutely some guy especially guys they can't even get to that stage they don't have the words
0: they don't have the words
1: and it's and, and it's and it's nurturing that getting that getting those words out of them is so important and i see it in my own sons there's a macho culture even in today's I know, modern day and age, despite all of the stigma that's all of the things and people try Mm -hmm. and create these forums and outlets, they have, you know, I'm I'm not having to go at Love Island or anything like that, or Mm -hmm. any of these programs. But there's an ideal There's a there's a a still people have to pay to that stereotype, the strong, silent, macho man type of thing you keep your feelings to yourself you know my father was like that
0: yeah he
1: still is like that the grumpy old sod but he was uh you know he you, you would never know what he was thinking you say dad you're right And he was a loving man you know mm-hmm. hugs and, yeah. but mm-hmm. try and talk to him it's like talking to a, a wall a stone he'd very rarely open up and it would break my heart he talks i talk more now with him but it's very very difficult but i think I know you, you've talked about how Health Coach Kitchen, creating that community, that environment, can help people open up. And I'm just wondering, as an idea, it's a very long way round. if you would ever do like just something for, for a, like a male group or a female-only group. 100%. Maybe or, yeah.
0: It's, it's actually one of, the, one of the things that really struck me actually when I was in college and just on this journey in general. You know, I've been through a lot, I'm going through a divorce and I've, I was raised by two older brothers and and I actually was a tomboy when I was younger. So I, all of my friends were male. And so I'm I'm in this quite unique position as a woman where I can quite clearly see two sides of a story and I'm very compassionate for both sides. And I think that there is an element that men have always struggled to open up because of this masculinity, this this, if I open and I show my emotions, that is a form of weakness. It's a very primal thing. And I think actually that's been made a lot worse by a lot of the kind of movements by women at the moment that men are even more suppressing themselves because as a society it's been kind of deemed that women have it much harder than men and as a woman i i get it there are definitely certain parts but it has i think kind of made men retract a little bit more which is not helping the epidemic quite frankly that we had beforehand you know male suicide is rates are so much higher than than female suicide rates. And and that for me, because I'm a lover of Formula One, for example, you know, yes. I, I, I like big dogs and stuff. So I'm quite masculine in certain ways. So I didn't want to create something that is usually tailored for women and just have these programs where it was just all women. I really desperately wanted to pull men out and into these programs to kind of break down the barriers and the stigmas and whatever concepts they have in their mind of good health. And what you mentioned about your friend, what he's setting set up is absolutely incredible. I would love to, you know, connect with him, even doing a barbecue version of Health Coach Kitchen, which I can help him with, because that's the thing about Health Coach Kitchen. It is in person to start with, But eventually I would like to pre-record some stuff so Mm. people outside of London can get the help and, you know, uh, all over the world type of thing. So it can definitely go down that route because I see it more and more at the moment. And I feel very helpless, especially as a woman, when I see a man that's very dear to me struggle because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I witness conversations between men happen and when one opens up and you're like oh my god great they're opening up the other one shuts it down with a joke because they don't know how to react and they yes. don't know what to do and now that one's like oh god he doesn't want to talk about it okay i'll joke i'll joke as well and then mm. that's it that moment's now gone and you're like no no that was it was just opening up and he needs to let that out because it's like shaking up a coke can for the love of god he's going to end up having a serious illness like i'm talking from experience i got two of them from suppressing emotions and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm helping men for me is is something very very dear to my heart which might seem strange coming from a woman, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's something just, that I definitely want to work on.
1: It's very encouraging and I think the I heard a really I mean it really resonates with me. And I think i I saw something that the other day, this guy whose na- again name escapes me, but I'll put it in the in the notes of the podcast was that he was talking about he's a guy who became a guru, he went to India, came back, and really started thinking about some really, really simple things. Like like how many of us were actually taught to concentrate? Mm. Right? um very few so how can you do something you've never been taught to do it so to your point about opening up mm. if you don't know how to talk and there's a great ted talk done by mit about how to talk which sounds like a very simple thing it's always the simplest things that are the hardest to Absolutely. to explain or, or to do or to master and if you can get those things right they're very very key but you know when you're growing up you're never told you know, you're never taught how to concentrate but as a parent, you'll say to your child, concentrate. Yeah, And the child's like, Oh, oh bye.
0: Like, okay, I'll I don't know. I, I don't
1: word. know what to do. I don't know how to I don't know what to do. Mm. And in in today's world, when you've got these things everywhere, and, and everything else like that, concentration is, is very, very, it's very, very difficult because you've got people vying for your concentration. But equally, conversation is the is the very very difficult did
0: you have if to you, concentrate within the conversations yeah but you're never you're never really not not
1: taught but you'll never have that ability to talk i don't know sometimes inherently it's quite cliched it's quite sort of um women can talk about all sorts of things when there's, there's when other women and, Sorry, and then, I think
0: we feel comfortable too. That's the right.
1: Difference. Yes. Whereas, guy, they kind of grunt at each other. I see this when my kids were growing up; they wouldn't. You get two schoolmates together in the park, and they'd just be like staring at each other, kind of grunt at each other, and then go off. And then, but when they were, when they're sort of like five years old they're hugging each other and they're, playing. and they're so sweet and everything as you grow up they're like this testosterone like i'm bigger than oh, you and up. i can uh, and all this <laughs> sort of stuff <laughs> which reminds me of a very naughty frankie ball joke which i won't go into but it's kind of that <laughs> that kind off. of yeah well, that's that's the X version the late night version of this yeah. book. but it's um but it's um but you see kids and i see this with teenagers and with my my sons they're a lot more open now because i've i've told them to but you can't say to someone go and talk to your mate go and talk to your mm. mate because they'll just stand there like uh, uh they wouldn't know they won't know what to say and no one's going to make the first move mm. and it's kind of they have this poker face in a way yeah and you just think oh my goodness because we're you know have matured and we've done the art of conversation we've done, done all these and also things we've, and...
0: we've we haven't had digital like we I, I have a digital was though, the last, um, uh, generation that grew up without screens and, and yes. uh, internet and stuff like that. So as children, we developed a lot of just having to interact, whereas these kids these days they're talking through a screen, so they lose that ability of what to do face to face yes if that makes sense no (laughs) 100 percent.
1: and i think i think that again without sounding like some victor meldrew character the i spoke to another great guy jason jason alexander he works with clubs nightclubs and the staff and we were talking about days and i going to clubs and he said that way a club used to be a haven of being able to be hedonistic be whoever you wanted to be you could be up to all sorts of shenanigans Mm -hmm. no phones Mm. No one was taking pictures and stuff like that. Mm. No, no one was wandering around with a camera. There was no security. You would literally go in there and have a bloody good time and come back. And you, what you had was your memories, and you could talk to people about yeah. the noise. You'd meet people, meet new people and stuff like that. You know, all this sort of stuff. Now it's a little bit, it's different. I know we've got to get Gary V. Always says, get over it. You know, these are these are things. These are different. Well, we communicate in different ways now because it is evolving. But we shouldn't, I, I, I personally feel that we shouldn't forget those, yes. the art of communication, which is Absolutely. a real field. I think life, business, all of these things, is all communication. Everything. Because if you're not in a position to actually convey how you're feeling or pick up on how someone else is feeling, let alone looking at body language, they say 60% of communication is non-verbal exactly it's, all these skill sets you know it's very primal as we were saying earlier on
0: yeah
1: are things that we should so this is why i think health coach kitchen is a really incredible and wonderful concept to try and get back to some of these some of all by by doing something which seems quite simple or sophisticated in a way some of the most sophisticated things super, are no simple. super
0: simple everything is simple is uh,
1: you're learning all these other skills that we've just touched on communicating mm. texture feel talking look all that sort of stuff yeah. and talk you know but, but communicating talking as you go
0: yeah
1: and and, and sort of some. Somebody... as you
0: would you know if you went to a village in africa or a village yes. in the philippines it would yes. it would very much be like that you know we'd sit and we'd discuss things and it would normally be around health or whatever someone's got going on at the time and and I think that's that's an issue as well is that we don't actually have the space for that anymore and our ancestors and and even here in the UK and the US dinner time would be a time where we would gather and 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 cook together which allowed conversation between each other. And nowadays that's been reduced to around the dining table, if that. And that's why the games are quite important as well, to break down any barriers. I think after the lockdowns and everything, I noticed a lot of social anxiety in people. And I can say that because I've suffered with it. So I can spot it pretty easily. And it's a rife in everyone, not, sorry, not in everyone, in a lot of people that I see. So again, yeah, it's, it's kind of, helping people to break down certain barriers will help to open up communication lines, which will then in turn tell our brains that we are supported. Because again, not being able to communicate your feelings is telling your brain that you're not valuable. It's telling your brain that you're not supported, which means in in your brain, remember it hasn't evolved to this modern day world. It means that your brain thinks you don't have a tribe. And we are, a tribe species we rely on numbers to survive you know against threats or anything like that so the number one thing to reduce overall stress levels is to just make sure you have a support network and you feel values and and that just gives off all the right signals to your brain to not panic well with our tribe we are good
1: Yeah, no, wonderful, wonderful. And I think that's a wonderful note to maybe sort of round this up on. I'll just kind of very quickly add in in true Colombo style that having worked with a couple of, with quite a number of different interior designers in in a different life, it is not unsurprising that a focus for a lot of people now in terms of where they invest money is in the kitchen. And a kitchen, when I was growing up, in, in the modern world when we came over to this country compared to you look at kitchens now they're far more communal yes. they're far more sort of you know like the inter whoever came up with the idea of an island and the you know it's that ability it's it, it, it's absolutely incredible that you can mm. sit there and the food is there, and, and you know, if you go to any good house party, everything always ends up in the kitchen.
0: In the kitchen, with, with,
1: with a bottle of wine, you know, and it's in its comfort. It's there, you know, it's ever, it's warmth. It's everything. It's normally next to an outside space or a, or a view or whatever, and it's it is it really is it goes without saying it's the heart of the home, isn't it? It is the heart
0: of the home. And, I think I, I read something on the website like saying if the kitchen is the hub of the home health coach kitchen is the hub of good health
1: (laughs) wonderful wonderful (laughs) and we will definitely end on that (laughs) so without further ado Sharice it's been an absolute pleasure
0: thank you so much for having me Reggie. It's, it's
1: my pleasure it's my pleasure and thank you for sharing all of that so once again they can find out more on Instagram and your website healthcoachkitchen.co.uk and yeah so
0: and sharice garcia on linkedin
1: sharice garcia on linkedin i'm reggie james this has been perspectives thank you very much come back soon tell us what you think see you thank you Bye. bye ciao